Hi everyone, this is Abby Fanlow. I'm a PhD candidate in political science at Stanford University, focusing on international relations. And when the Russian invasion of Ukraine broke out, I started sending voice notes to friends, answering their questions, and it grew an interest, so I decided to start a podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are my own. Now let's get started. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to quickly hop in and say it's a bit longer than the five to eight minute episodes I'm usually striving for, but that's because the question is particularly complex. So bear with me and listen to the end. So today's question is, what does China think about the war in Ukraine? So to answer this, I'm going to describe three broad Chinese foreign policy interests that I think are relevant to Beijing's perspective on the conflict because they may impact China's ability to achieve these broad foreign policy goals. Now, a quick caveat, I am going to make some generalizations about Chinese foreign policy interests because I don't have time to go into the nuances. So just keep that in mind. That being said, the first Chinese foreign policy interest I want to discuss is their interest in countering U.S. power and influence. China is a rising power in the international system, so they want to prevent the status quo power, the United States, from growing its influence and power. So specifically, what China wants to do is prevent U.S. alliances in East Asia with South Korea and Japan, as well as U.S partnership with Taiwan from getting stronger or more integrated. China is also concerned about the U.S.'s increasing focus on the Indo-Pacific region, and specifically they're concerned about the way that the U.S. is bringing together local powers like India, Japan, and Australia to kind of cooperate in a coalition that is interested in, you know, preserving peace in the Taiwan Straits, in ensuring shipping lanes in the region remain free and open, and generally cooperating on economic issues. And China views the U.S.'s presence in East Asia, as well as the U.S.'s increasing focus on the Indo-Pacific more broadly, um, as a strategic threat. Much like Russia has expressed concern about NATO expansion, China does not want Western partnerships or alliances in their region to get stronger or to broaden. This desire to counter Western influence is likely the source of China and Russia's no limits friendship. So they have a shared interest in kind of trying to prevent the U.S. from gaining power and influence. Um, And we saw this on display when about a month ago, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin met on the sidelines of the Beijing Olympics and then announced that their partnership had no limits and it was stronger than many of the alliances of the Cold War. However, um, I want to point out that they do not have a formal defensive military alliance in the form of um, a commitment to protect each other if if the other one is attacked, which is what NATO is. However, their declaration demonstrates that they have clear foreign policy alignment and they see their worldviews as fundamentally compatible. So to what extent is the war in Ukraine serving China's interest in countering Western influence? Now, my guess is that China hoped Russia would quickly topple Ukraine's government, um, that the West would be divided and unable to respond quickly, and that the crisis would force the U.S. to refocus militarily and diplomatically on Europe. Now, we know that the crisis is not going quickly or easily. In fact, China has actually apparently asked, or sorry, 
Russia has apparently asked China for explicit military and financial assistance, according to U.S. officials, um, though it's unclear if China is going to provide this assistance. Needless to say, I think China probably hoped to stay out of this crisis um, and it's going to put it in a difficult position if it's forced to decide whether or not to provide explicit assistance to Russia in this conflict. Second, the conflict has actually unified the West, which goes against China's interest in dividing U.S. partnerships and alliances and overall harming and weakening U.S. influence in the world. It's possible the U.S. is being distracted somewhat by Europe, um, but also there are indications that this crisis is leading European states and the EU as a supranational organization to really step up militarily and invest a lot more in their own defense, which could actually free the U.S. more to focus on Asia than was possible before the Ukraine conflict broke out. So in those ways, I don't think that the conflict is serving China's interest in countering Western influence and power. However, and this is very important, the conflict has really, I think, cemented Russia's sort of need for China's partnership and really cemented Russia's status as part of the um, Chinese sphere of influence. And that is positive for Beijing, even if they have concerns about the conflict itself. So the second Chinese foreign policy interest I want to talk about, because I think it's relevant to their perspective on the war in Ukraine, is Beijing's interest in expanding its influence in the international system. As a rising power, China wants other states to align their foreign policies, both politically and economically, with Beijing. China also wants to weaken the liberal world order, which is really based on free and open markets and societies. And to do both of these things, China has really leaned on the values of respect for territorial sovereignty and non-intervention in the domestic affairs of other states. So put simply, China has basically said to the world, look, what we offer in contrast to the West is the promise that under a Chinese world order, you can do whatever you want within your own borders, and we will respect those borders. So how has the crisis in Ukraine helped or hurt China's efforts to achieve this goal? Put simply, I think the crisis in Ukraine poses a really big challenge for China's efforts to expand its influence. Russia invaded an internationally recognized sovereign nation. And while China may be parroting some of Moscow's dubious justifications for this invasion, I tend to think that the regime in China knows that most of the world is seeing Putin's behavior for what it is, and that China's association with Putin and with this conflict will harm their efforts to get states to align with Beijing, but also harm their efforts to kind of lean on respect for territorial sovereignty as a core value that would be respected in a Chinese world order. Now, I think this is particularly relevant for China's influence in the developing world, where states may be particularly attuned and sensitive to concerns about imperial behavior, where states just invade other countries and take them over. But I also think it's very relevant for Europe, where, of course, many leaders are extremely concerned about what's going on in Ukraine and extremely threatened by Putin's behavior. Um, and this is important for China because they've really put a lot of energy recently into improving relations with the EU bloc. 
um, and China trades more with the EU bloc as a whole than with Russia alone. But I think the crisis in Ukraine is really going to make it difficult for China to improve relations with Europe and convince European leaders to align their policies with Beijing. The third broad Chinese strategic interest I want to mention is Taiwan. So briefly, to give a bit of history, in the 1940s, Mao Zedong launched a revolution in China. At the time, the government that had been in power in China fled to Taiwan and set up a government in exile on the island. Since then, it has been a core goal of the People's Republic of China, which is the regime Mao and his co-revolutionary set up, to reunify Taiwan with mainland China. Now, China does not believe that Taiwan is a sovereign nation and considers the government there illegitimate, and so it actually doesn't consider reunification with Taiwan a foreign policy issue. It considers it a domestic issue. And this is partly why China is so intense about non-intervention in the domestic affairs of other countries and respect for territorial sovereignty. There are actually only 15 nations in the world that recognize Taiwan as a sovereign nation. The U.S. does not recognize Taiwan's sovereignty. That being said, the U.S. has high-level relations with Taiwan, and we send them a lot of sophisticated weapons. So the relationship is strong, and there is a good um, and long-standing defense partnership between the U.S. and Taiwan. And the U.S.'s decision not to recognize Taiwan as a sovereign entity came in the 1970s um, during the Nixon administration when we tried to get closer with China in order to sort of balance against the Soviet Union. Now, for many decades, the PRC did not have the military capability to launch an armed attempt to reunify Taiwan with the mainland. However, as China's power has grown more recently, an armed reunification campaign has become more realistic and possible for China. And there are indications that the current regime under Xi Jinping is seriously considering armed reunification. Now, how does the conflict in Ukraine impact China's considerations versus Taiwan or vis-a-vis Taiwan? First, I think it's important to recognize that there was a lot of speculation that if Putin succeeded in Ukraine and was able to withstand Western punishments for his behavior, Xi Jinping would look at that and decide to do the same thing in Taiwan that Putin did in Ukraine. However, I think there are some good reasons to question whether or not Xi Jinping is actually learning anything from the conflict in Ukraine that's going to impact his decision making on Taiwan. First, I think it's important to note that Xi is a very practical leader, and whether and when he decides to invade Taiwan is primarily going to be a function of whether he thinks that the Chinese military is ready to successfully launch an amphibious invasion against Taiwan and um, any potential defender of Taiwan. And U.S. analysts have suggested that China would have that capability in about three to four years. Now, I don't think Xi Jinping is learning anything from the crisis in Ukraine that tells him whether or not his military would succeed in an amphibious invasion in Taiwan. Second, I think that the Chinese recognize that the situation in Ukraine and the situation in Taiwan are very different in terms of Western interests. Now, Taiwan is the U.S.'s ninth largest trading partner. Ukraine is the 67th largest trading partner. Moreover, the U.S. and Taiwan have had a close relationship for five or more decades, and we have been sending sophisticated weapons to Taiwan for a long time, 
whereas the relationship with Ukraine is much younger um, and much less developed. So I think the Chinese think that um, whatever is happening in terms of a Western reaction in Eastern Europe doesn't actually really tell them much about a potential Western reaction and specifically U.S. reaction if they were to invade Taiwan. Now, the U.S. has never explicitly said what it would do if China invaded Taiwan. It has a policy of strategic ambiguity, which means it's deliberately not saying um, in order to make it more difficult for China to sort of predict the likely consequences of invading Taiwan. But many analysts believe that the Beijing um, regime kind of expects that there would be some kind of U.S. intervention if it invaded Taiwan. So again, I just don't think the crisis in Ukraine is really giving Xi Jinping information about a likely Western response that he would use to make a decision on Taiwan. Finally, um, Xi Jinping is a very political person, and I think his decision on Taiwan is likely to be a function of whether or not invasion would help him politically at that time. And again, I don't think he's learning anything about that from Ukraine. So to recap, the crisis in Ukraine is likely not helping Beijing serve some core foreign policy goals. That being said, I don't think China is going to turn around and cut ties with Moscow. I don't think that if China at this point stopped supporting Putin and went against him on the issue of Ukraine, it would actually help Beijing achieve any of those foreign policy goals in a meaningful way. It's not as if China would suddenly sort of erase all of the unity that we've seen in the West over the past month if they suddenly stopped supporting Putin. It's not as if China would be able to achieve the influence and reshape the world order really quickly if they suddenly stopped supporting Putin. But it is likely if they stopped supporting Putin that there would be cracks and fissures in the Moscow-Beijing partnership that could really hurt Beijing's interest in countering U.S. influence over the long term. Thus, I just don't think Beijing is likely to think they have much to gain from breaking ties with Moscow, even if they have really serious issues with the conflict in Ukraine and feel that it's actually potentially harming and definitely not helping some of their core foreign policy interests. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe or follow on whatever app you are listening on. And don't forget to send me your questions at fopo.podcast at gmail.com. And I'll look forward to answering them in a future episode.